1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score!
2: By Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com.
0: Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. The blues were back in action last night in preseason game against the Chicago Blackhawks. They ended up winning that one. Unfortunately, they lost a player in it. Chris Kerber, the voice of the blues, joins us now here via the Brown and Crippen celebrity line. Uh, Curb Scott Perunovich goes down in that game with what appeared to be a, a wrist or a hand injury. I, I don't know if you know any specifics yet. I know we have not seen anything from Craig Berube, but uh, what was your initial? Initial reaction when you saw that, and then now as you've had some time to think about what that injury means for the Blues, what's your what's your assessment of it?
1: Well, I, I unfortunately, I didn't see it when it happened. Uh, I had to kind of review it like everybody else did, um, you know. And then you kind of notice what happens uh, when you're doing what we're doing. You realize if you didn't see something like they like hey, I haven't said a guy's name in a while, you know, and and so what does this mean? Um, so you know, unfortunately for Scott. I don't have an update for you, as you guys know. I mean, as soon as the team says something, they're tell it. Now, I, I've always believed this, and I don't know how this will work out. If if you hear somebody is uh, going to be sidelined for a couple weeks, you normally breathe a little bit easier. When you hear there's a certain amount of time and then will be reevaluated. that's the word that always makes me, you know, just kind of gulp the Kool-Aid a little bit harder, you know, when they say, hey, you know, is it is, – is it, it's going to be reevaluated. That normally means that there's something else that they just want to double check. So um, we'll wait and see how that plays out. Look, it's unfortunate. I actually I feel so bad for Scott. He stayed in town. He trained throughout the summer. He was participating in charity golf tournaments just to be part of the community. He's had such a tough start to his pro career because of injuries that you really feel for a young player in this situation. So I, I'm hoping, like all heck, that this isn't all that serious and and then it's just a, it's just something minor for him because there's a great opportunity. We already know that Scandella is going to be out 6 months and so that spot was open on top of who plays with Robert Bortuzzo. If you penciled Robert Bortuzzo in that five spot, you know, so you were looking at Nikola, you're looking at Perunovic, you've got an opportunity with Callie Rosen, and then I think, you know, as as well, Matt Kessel has kind of worked his way And By the way, and we'll maybe we'll talk about Tucker next. He had a heck of a game last night. So, um, unfortunately, it might sideline Scott a little bit in camp as he's trying to make this team, and that's that's the difficult part.
2: Well, the question, curves that I've seen so many people bring up on our text line today and last night when I was doing post game is if Perunovic is out for an extended period of time, you know, the depth is starting to get hit for defense, does Doug Armstrong feel the need to look elsewhere for help, or does he just stick with what he has in-house?
1: Well, th- Again, you know what's funny? We talked about this a little bit when uh, Scandella went down. My, my feeling is that you still stick with what you've got in-house. You've got Nico Mikula, you know, who don't forget played 35, 40 games last season with Colton Pareko in, in a top pair role. Um, so you've got that option. Callie Rosen, very steady. He's only played the one preseason game, but grudge exactly what you thought. It looks to me initially like, you know, Matt Kessel probably could use some more seasoning, maybe a little more beefing up down, you know, getting some more workouts in down in the American Hockey League. The player that, is kind of, that really jumped off the page at me last night was Tyler Tucker. Now, here's a seventh-round draft pick of the Blues that, you know, came in and he's, he's really changed. His whole body has changed. When he first came into camp, you're dealing with, a you know, an 18% higher, you know, body fat type count. He's learned how to be a pro while playing in the American Hockey League. Uh, He's worked on his body. His body, from when you talk to scouts, and we have talked to some of the Blue staff on this, has, has completely changed. He's really becoming a player. Body fat down under 10, starting to look like a player. He was throwing that body around, especially in that third period last night. He was making good, solid plays. And last season, his rookie year in Springfield, He ended up being put on the defense pairing with Steven Santini, and that became the shutdown pair for the Springfield Falcons that led their way all the way to a Calder Cup final appearance. So I I think you're in a spot where if Doug does not want to go out and knock on somebody's door, I still think you've got some decent depth for right now, um, depending on the, the length of term that you could have Perunovic out.
0: Chris Kerber is the voice of the blues joining us here on 101 ESPN Kerbs. I didn't want to ask you about a guy that we've had a lot of conversations about here on the show. And that's Logan Brown, who right now looks like, I don't know if the favorite, but he's battling for the third line center position. What have you seen from him early on
1: in preseason action? He's done all he could do so far in camp. If you're Logan Brown, you're coming off of last year where it was going. Okay. You know, they they sent you down, you know, you end up going down to the minors, you get called up. They really made you a focus when you were down there, challenging you every step of the way. You know, instead of being in his hometown, he got away from the noise this summer. He trained in Phoenix, really working on his skating and, and going through there. And then as camp opens up, he's looked good. He gets the opportunity in the first two games and just produced. I mean, that's all he did. He did exactly what he needed to do in what was a top-line role in those games, and that's find a way to produce. And I actually think – and I know he and Jake Neighbors had really good games against Arizona. I liked their, the second game for each of those guys better than the first, even though maybe they didn't score as much. And, and you know, yes, Logan Brown did. But he made a great play exiting the zone that led a rush with Colton Pareko. Uh, he was really good, I thought, kind of below the, the face-off dots in his own zone and got back there. And that's where a big body like Logan can really thrive in this Craig Berube, get the puck in and control it down low type system. So I think, I think Logan Brown so far has done everything he can do. The next step for Logan Brown is honestly to just keep it as simple like he is, take advantage of every opportunity, play smart hockey, and then just let the game that you know you have in you play. And I think he's been fantastic so far.
0: Curbs, I asked this yesterday to um, Alex and he got mad at me for it, but I'm going to ask it to you as well. If I said right now you can hit a button and you lock in this production from Logan Brown in 2022, would you do so? In 2020, Zach Sanford finished the year with 16 goals and 14 assists. He was a plus 13 on the ice in 58 games, and he averaged right around 14 minutes per game. 30 points, plus 13 on the ice, played 58 games, 14 minutes per if you could lock that in today for Zack for, for excuse me for Logan Brown would you or would you press your luck and hope that he ends up being better than that
1: uh, Oh that's a great question I I think if you lock that in you're going to be really happy because he he'll be playing in that third sometimes fourth line role if that happens I actually think this team though is just deeper and more talented offensively so I would expect you could do more I I think Logan Brown could be and should be a better player than zach sanford was so i guess it would, for me i'm gonna go ahead and gamble and I'm, I'm gonna expect a little bit more from him this year because i think he can deliver it on this team you know
2: curves, somebody's never told you this before but i'm gonna tell you right now you're an intelligent individual <laughs> for saying that because someone else said that on the radio yesterday and somebody else did not <laughs> and somebody else did not well,
1: uh, you, yeah but what? alex you might want to be a little bit careful here because uh like my next question for you is going to be like like, how do you screw up a punishment with a paintball gun? Because I think Double Jeopardy attached. I think you guys lost your chance.
2: No, see, Double Jeopardy would be attached, Curbs, if I didn't show up with the equipment or I forgot to bring something. Everything was there. The equipment just malfunctioned on us. Would have been better if you well, would have you again, know, like done that. Uh,
1: again, sure. I still think, though, that's not, that's not PK's fault. I think it becomes cruel and unusual punishment to make somebody go through it twice. So I, just, I just think you got to make sure your gear is good.
2: But he didn't. But he didn't go through it once. He just sat there and waited patiently. Here's the thing, Kurt. For an hour, he sucked twice. Your fault. No, no, Kurt. <laughs> here's the yeah. thing, Kurt. <laughs> get him. It's his fault because he doesn't know how to pick football games. Curbs, if he was better at that, he no. wouldn't have to be punished. Curbs, oh. he's not
0: even going to feel it. He was dressed like the Michelin yeah, man Curbs, yesterday. The guy
1: wore seven layers because he's worried about three. a paintball gun. Three
0: layers it seemed it, reasonable to me.
1: Listen, you two. I'm just. I'm just telling you. He he was willing to take the penance, and and you guys didn't have the gear working. I mean, you guys should have tested that thing out and make sure everything was good. Again, I got, I got to hang that on the executioner here.
0: Yep, hey, this is a uh, this is a really smart man. That right, we're talking. Curbs, to I on take the line back right what now. I said, and I'm done. That's it. Hey, Curbs, Before I we, we get you out be of be here. Thought... Before we get you <laughs> out of here, curbs Best case yep. scenario, your line with Ryan
1: O'Reilly is what. I really like the idea of a line with Ryan O'Reilly of Pavel Navich on the left and, and Jordan Kyra on the right. Now, Jordan Kyra, I think, is going to have to get better defensively, and Ryan O'Reilly is going to make him better at that. But I, I, I do really like that scenario. I know they looked at Brandon Sod last night, and they're going to look at Braden Shen, I think, on that line as well. But, you know, for me, I just think if this team is going to have the depth to, to be considered a championship team, I need Brandon Sod on the left wing on my third line. And then moving up the lineup when other guys are struggling or, or things happen, uh, and and then I need you know I need a left wing in front of him of a of a Jake Neighbors of a um, of, of of a Pavel and a Braden Shen type scenario. That, that that to me is is what I would at least hang my hat on right now. I
0: want you to know that was the wrong answer because that's what uh, Alex Ferrario has been saying all day. All right, Terbs, once again, you're an
2: intelligent oh. individual despite what you said <laughs> oh. about the paintball gun.
1: Apparently, Alex has finally started to listen to people, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. Curbs, I'd he, like you. You know, he's been doing those pregame shows with Joey, so something's rubbing off. Curbs, I'd like
2: you to be a part of our football pickums from now on, and you can join in on the punishments with us.
0: Not a chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll talk with you again next week. All right, guys. Be good. See you, Take it easy. That's Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN, as he does each and every Wednesday throughout so uh, the
2: hockey season. Play this.